Welcome to the Wealth YRS Radio, your leading podcast for women entrepreneurs globally. My name is Nancy Florence. I'm a success coach for women in business. I look forward to answering your most burning questions on your hottest topics, including entrepreneurship, money, spirituality, client creation, psychology, lifestyle, social media, and parenting for women in business. We're going to get this done. I look forward to seeing you creating more wealth and more happiness through service. This is for you, my wealth YRS. See you in this episode. Today is a really, really special show. I'm really, really excited because we have a guest on the show today. And her name is Bianca Chappelle. I've been following Bianca for the last four years. And when I started following her, I was actually at the start of my journey as a coach. Bianca is one of the women I admire the most because not only is she one of the most confident women I've ever met, she's also a powerful leader and she created an amazing community of mompreneurs in the UK and globally. Bianca is also a mom. She has three kids and I've always admired the way that she has grown her community, served people courageously, whilst also raising a young family. Bianca is a certified cognitive behavioral coach. She's also an NLP master practitioner, and she's a life and business coach for women. She is the real deal. She is a real qualified, competent, powerful practitioner. And that's why I've been following Bianca for so many years and why I'm going to continue to be inspired by her and the community that she has created. Mumpreneurs MK is actually based in Milton Keynes, England. And they support over 30,000 women in business. Bianca has also created the Confidence Cocoon, which is designed to support women with their confidence, which is so needed amongst women entrepreneurs. Because if you're anything like me, you have experienced confidence issues. And who am I to? And not feeling good enough. So we're going to cover all of this today. So first off, I'd love to introduce our guest. Hello, Bianca. Welcome to the Wealth YRS radio show. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Honored to have you here. I'm going to ask you some uh, juicy questions today because mm. I'm really interested to know the behind the scenes of uh, what happened, your story, how you got started and how you do it with the kids. And it's my intention today on this show to uh, inspire and encourage fellow mompreneurs in taking a stand for the end. Something that I've personally struggled with over the years was an either or mentality of I can either be a good mom or I can have a successful business. And I 
through my own work, my own journey and the work that I've done with my coaches, I was able to learn to take a stand for the end, meaning I could be successful in my business and be a good mother as well. And I have to say, Bianca, when I first met you, uh, it was my beginning of a journey as a coach, but it wasn't the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur. In fact, I'd already been an entrepreneur for um, five years. And when I first started as an entrepreneur, I started out as a psychotherapist and my second baby was only two months old. I remember seeing clients with the big maternity shirts <laughs> with leaking boobs um, and terrible guilt, terrible mum guilt because my baby needed me and she was at the Chimander for two hours. Mm. Uh, admittedly, I really enjoy the flexibility of entrepreneurship, being able to uh, pick up my children from school every single day. I never miss an assembly uh, or teachers meeting. Um, that flexibility is a real privilege. However, um, there's also been huge challenges for me along the way, and I'm sure you're going to be talking about some of your challenges as well. For me, the biggest ones are the fact that uh, running a business, growing a business is very much like training for the Olympics. It's a huge mm -hmm. endeavor and it's, it requires a lot of brain space. So mm. one of my biggest struggles as a mompreneur has been to um, find more brain space for my children and for my partner as well. Mm. Another challenge has been the money. Like how does one uh, create consistent income to provide for the kids? That has been one of my personal challenges and also how to handle school holidays. And currently the coronavirus pandemic, how does one uh, run a business whilst the children are on lockdown? And I've actually created a beautiful video about this, which we're going to share in the show notes as well. But without further ado, Bianca, I'd love to start with you. I'd love to know more about how you got started, why you got started, and yeah, how does one go about starting a business when she's a mum? Okay, thank you, Nancy. So the biggest thing that I want to share with all of our uh, listeners from the word go is that some people say or society says that you can't have it all um, as a woman, as a business owner, as a wife, as a mother and all the different hats that we wear. Apparently, we can't have it all. Um, what I have learned in my time um, of leaving the corporate world in 2012 and going solo is that you absolutely can have it all, um, just not all at the same time. Um, I have realized quite quickly um, by getting myself um, very overwhelmed at times, certainly when I started, um, that you absolutely can have it all, but just not all at the same time. And that is a big thing to get your head around. But for me, it has been life changing once mastered. Um, I 
became an accidental entrepreneur in 2012. I was very happy, and I must stress this, um, incredibly happy in my uh, career. I was never and have never been um, motivated by money, so I wasn't somebody who was chasing a goal. But because I guess I am naturally a high achiever and somebody who's always looking for the next um, challenge, if you like, or the next the next big thing that I can kind of put my mind to, um, I will always progressed well in no matter what what industry I was in. And I was in the commercial business industry. Um, I very quickly realised I wasn't fulfilled within that industry and went to work within the charity sector. And I was absolutely loving my job serving and supporting my local community mm. and people to um, create their own um, reality from the desires and the wishes and and the campaigns that they wanted to run I absolutely adored it Nancy um, <laughs> and by this time 2012 my husband and I had already had our first daughter um, and that was a shock um, to say the least um, because I wasn't somebody who had the plan of when I was going to fall pregnant or you you know none of that I've never really taken myself too seriously I thought it was just one of these things that you know it will happen when it happens mm -hmm. um, but we were very lucky to have our first child who um, I went back to work at four and a half months when she was born because we had the privilege of having my grandparents around and god rest my grandmother's soul she oh she's just she was one in a million but we were able to have childcare kind of sorted so i went back to work at four and a half months nice. and again went back into my career um and moved into a slightly higher echelon of the community sector um where i was working one-to-one -one with people who um had sole desires to support their local community um and i was kind of the the backbone behind that infrastructure work well in 2012 um i just remember if i'm to be honest feeling a little bit poorly um and you know as women Nancy, we wear lots of different hats and one of those hats is yep. the doctor hat and as the doctor hat we're very good at, at diagnosing symptoms mm -hmm. <laughs> especially for our children and um i had diagnosed that i just had what i thought was a water infection you know got a pain in the stomach it's got to be a water infection and um I thought, okay, we can self-medicate this and junk all the cranberry juice, all those wonderful things. And actually, it wasn't getting any better. But as women as well, we are very good at putting a lid on things that we haven't got the capacity to deal with in that moment. Mm -hmm. And where life was just swimming along quite nicely, although very busy, and if I am to look back on it now very hectically, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready to deal with the fact that my stomach was hurting. And I obviously um, quite, I miss the fact that I hadn't had a period because that wasn't what I was focusing on. I had other things in life that needed dealing with. And, um, you know, 2020, quite obviously, all roads point to pregnancy. But at that time, it was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, well, life has a way of shocking you. Um, some people say the universe. I say God has a way of just putting the pause button and saying you need to just stop. And mm -hmm. actually, in my stopping, it came, um, it, we, my husband and I came to the realisation that indeed we were pregnant um, with multiple, it was multiple pregnancy. Now, the multiple pregnancy um, by natural, natural, you know, there was no IVF, there was no nothing. Mm -hmm. um, 
the pregnancy was incredibly high risk and sadly um, the multiple pregnancy wasn't viable but we still remained pregnant with one baby and I had a job to do it was the greatest job of my life um, and that job was to defy the odds and um, carry full term or at least as close to as possible the baby that happened to be in its own sack and in its own placenta and I'm getting very real here because that's all I know to do so um, in saying that I had overnight had the instruction to um, go on bed rest and this we found out we were pregnant at around 13 and a half weeks Mm -hmm. um so by 16 weeks pregnant Nancy I was literally told um that I have to lay flat and um other than other than getting up twice a week for scans under a, a, a super duper um England's best consultant and I'm not just saying that because he is he actually is the best consultant this is how um life-changing this pregnancy was we were assigned to the best and the Mm -hmm. only time I was told to get up was when I had to go and visit the consultant who would make special journeys to come see me in my local community so you can imagine Nancy um life had brought me to my knees quite literally um And I had an amazing support network of friends and family, but actually in the moment when life brings you to your knees, all you have is your mind. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking I have two options here now. People say you can either sink or swim, but actually my options was you either handle this or you don't. Um, I'm a very metaphorical thinker and I remember laying in my bed and thinking well what does handle it mean handle it means accepting what's happened because I can't change it I actually have no power to change it there's no amount of money in the world that can fix health when health goes wrong so you just have to accept that Um, and not handling it means being completely swallowed up and engulfed by the overwhelm that is taking place right now and um, falling off that very thin line of sanity and insanity. And that wasn't an option for me because I had my daughter who literally needed me. And so I I made the decision um, in the summer of 2012 that I was going to just lean in Um, And I know you know what I mean by that term, Nancy, but for those who don't, leaning in for someone in the helping profession as I now am, then I wasn't, I wasn't doing any of this um, coaching work. But leaning in means to simply just go with the emotions and accept that I can only change the things I can change Mm -hmm. and that I can't change the things I can't change, but I can change and take control of how it penetrates me, how I respond to it, how do I adapt to it positively. And it was in that moment that I said, right, you know, it was a real come on, put your big girl pants on, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And fast forward um to december of 2012 our bouncing baby boy who might i add was actually the rainbow baby of the same (laughs) pregnancy in which we had already lost 
multiple babies. Oh, it's, it, you know, I'm a freak of nature in every sense of the word. But um, he indeed went full term. He was actually 11 days late and arrived on Boxing Day. So he made a grand entrance into the world. <laughs> um, and it was 52 minutes labour and it was fantastic. However, I it was a massive shock, Nancy. You know, everybody was um, in awe as I was of what the body is able to do. Um, but I remember staying in hospital boxing day of 2012 on my own, on that ward at Christmas, not with my daughter, not with my husband, with this amazing new life that my body had managed to produce. And I do think a lot of it was to do with my mindset at the time. And I remember thinking, if I can do this, I can do anything. And to some people, they would think that's, um, that's cocky. You know, Nancy, I'm sure you've come along lots of people before where you think, oh, they're, they're too confident. Oh, they're cocky. Oh, they're arrogant. And actually, that's nothing cocky and there's nothing arrogant about that. What that is, is about finally giving yourself permission to do you, be mm-hmm. you, and mm-hmm. realize that actually, I am enough just the way I am. And in that moment, in that hospital bed, I had realized that I had defied all the medical odds. Um, and I had done the very thing that apparently the body couldn't do. And I had done it brilliantly. And um, I thought, well, if I can come through this, I can literally come through anything. And it doesn't mean that I'll be exempt from pain and hurt and upset and failure and disappointment. It doesn't mean that I'll be exempt from any of that. But what it does mean is that I can be reminded of this moment that one, this too shall pass. And two, I am strong enough to survive it. Um, fantastic lessons for entrepreneurs because what you're sharing has so many nuggets of wisdom for women who are in business as well the Mm. sheer determination that I if I could do that I can do anything how did this help you with your business life so I started an organisation, which at the time, in t- so uh, 2013 now this was, um, I was still on effectively maternity leave, Nancy, but I had realised that actually I needed to recover. So rushing back to work at four months like we did with my daughter mm-hmm. wasn't an option. But at the same time, and, and you, you, you know, we've been on each other's radar for a while, so you may remember this time when I was online and I was just asking questions of how does one as a woman um, balance being a mum and also her career you know is that a career is that a a self-employment journey how but how does one do it and I've always wanted to um, hear the honest stories I am not interested in the polished versions I'm not interested in all the wonderful formulas and models because life just does not fit one size I want to know and I wanted to know about what is the terrifying um, sad ugly of you know the real that's what I love about you Bianca you always keep it real yeah I need to know I need to know because then when I experience it I need to know I'm not failing I need to know it's part of the journey this is what Mm -hmm. I need to expect so I started a Facebook group um and I just wanted to basically meet like-minded women Nancy and I think it's on that platform you and I many many years ago probably came across each other Mm -hmm. just women who was just 
who just was trying, and I use that word trying, um, to balance the different hats that we wear. Um, and cut a long story short, that group grew quite quickly, um, still very much, very much out there, um, predominantly on Facebook, but in the community and, and wonderfully um, serving me. But it, it became something where I realized that I needed to now follow in that flow. That is what I wanted to do. I wanted to serve, I wanted to support, I wanted to connect, I wanted to help. Um, I, I had done that already within my career, but I wanted to do that now for myself. I wanted to carve my own, um, my own model, but I had no clue, Nancy, of what that meant. How did mm -hmm. I do it? You know, how do I attend these networking events, breastfeeding um, with a toddler at the time who was due to start school, which created its own anxieties? You know, how do I attend these meetings where one should look um, a certain way because they're in business? But actually, I just felt like a fat heifer who was breastfeeding all the time. Let's be real. <laughs> that is what I felt like. So the fact of putting on a suit and going to a network meeting, I didn't have one that fit or I didn't have one that could get the boobs in that were just huge. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things that was just like, how do I do it? So just by being the kind of person I am, I thought, well, I can't find what I want, so I need to start it. So that's why I started the Mumpreneurs and K Network. And it was to just find women who um, were women like me. And this collection, this tribe created, and it's a very honest, it's a very open tribe. It's not a numbers game. It's about having people in there, women in there, um, who just resonate with each other. And as time went on, that, that, kind of tribe grew grew but women wanted to access what I what I had to offer on a personal level and that is a very um, extensive and robust catalogue of information and support because of my roles I had in the corporate sector and the charity sector and I started tapping into the whole world of NLP the whole world of CBT and I knew this stuff worked because it was tried and tested on me so that's when I so was, could you share with us yeah. um, um, some juicy secret weapons like what do you do day to day to keep your mind strong to cook the meals to put the kids in bed do you have any like practical tactics that tactics that you'd like to share with us yeah, so my biggest practical tactic would have to be not to put too much pressure on myself. Some days, Nancy, everything runs like clockwork and I'm able to do loads of stuff. And on other days, I don't get anything done or I might just get one thing done. And I know that that's okay. I started off, I used to have this routine, but what I was finding is when the routine didn't go according to plan, I started to feel like I was failing. And so I dropped the routine and I just accepted that the way that works for me is to, yes, make a list of a few things that might be important to that day or to that week and I create a traffic light system so I have my red gold and green what's important what can go on hold and what has to be done today oh. or what has to be done this week and Nancy for me that is something so simple but it has worked for me for seven years and I am not putting it down this isn't about pressure when you're working for yourself and you're self-employed you are all things IT HR finance mm -hmm. you know all the logistical all the operations 
operational stuff that is you marketing and it's all stuff that might not be your core zone of genius so it's really important that you that anybody who is on a self-employment journey whether they are starting out or whether they are well seasoned we all get to that point where we just get completely overwhelmed and there are amazing tools out there of how to structure your day how to structure your week um, you know all the different plans of when you should show up online and they are amazing tools but what has worked for me is that it's okay for me to accept that sometimes none of it gets done or sometimes one thing gets done or sometimes I make a plan of things and something gets done that wasn't actually on my plan but that I love the self-compassion I love the fact that you don't judge yourself when you haven't ticked off all of your things on your to-do list no no just just you just need to go easy on yourself. So the traffic light system for me works really, really well. Um, and I don't know if I created it. I don't know if I saw it. I don't know. But I just remember one day just having a few sticky notes and I put them into piles. And I just said to myself, this is the stuff that has to be done now. This is the stuff that I have to complete. And, you know, as business grew, as the organization grew, Nancy, my workload became more robust. So I was then dealing with day-to-day -day stuff like reports, financial reports to funders, contracts. Um, um, non-disclosure agreements because of the type of clients that was coming into my coaching practice they are well-known people so I had to sign lots of legal stuff I had to create and generate lots of reports um, create lots of evaluations you know th so this was stuff that it was no longer me dropping the children to school and thinking what shall I do today okay I'm going to show up online actually that stuff that stuff had to stop because I was now being monitored by people who had invested or were supporting um, my projects so I I had to do some work for other people in order to keep my business and my organization going so mm -hmm. in order to stop the overwhelm this traffic light system worked and 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 I would love to be able to say that I have some amazing you know really sexy sophisticated tools to share but actually Nancy that is my tried and tested one and it works um, and it's so simple but some sometimes simplest things are the ones that yes that absolutely absolutely um, so in terms of routine you were asking about how do i kind of manage i guess kind of my mum versus mum persona um i kind of keep the same momentum going it's really really difficult to um wear all the hats and know what one to put down but i always say to my clients and my ladies in my tribe that you know it's so easy as women to water the emotional gardens of everybody else um but then we realize that that watering can is empty and there's nothing left for ourselves and we all know that common phrase of you can't drink from an empty cup and i remember seeing mm. that years ago and thinking what does that mean what does that mean well when i was on the brink of burnout when i was doing too much i understood what that meant you know i can't give everything to everybody else um and then have nothing to give myself because the truth is nancy as the women if we stop it all stops so we have to reserve something back for ourselves so the one thing that i really protect um is bedtime there is and i i, I think there's a, a time when you and i have perhaps gone to speak before Nancy and I said I can't do anything at seven o'clock between seven o'clock and nine o'clock my whole life stops and it is just about the bubble that is my children and my husband. yeah yeah and you know we do really simple things like that is when if it's nice yes we'll be outside sometimes it might be nice and we'll be inside but there's a thing that we do and we always turn on you've been framed 
that is our time to laugh together. We've had dinner, we all come back together from work and school and whatever we've been doing, that's our time to come together. In the background at seven o'clock, you will always find you've been framed. And some people say, oh, you're laughing at people's misfortune, but we have to, it's important to me that we end the day laughing. So we always come together at that time. Um, I have never done the bedtime routine in terms of putting the children to bed. Again, that's one of the things that work in my household and my marriage is that my husband was the one that was going out to work um, when we had our, our second child. So it was, it was important for him to have that time, even if it was just a half an hour to an hour with the children when he came home. So he always took the children to bed. And even though they are big now, he still does the same. So mm. between seven and eight o'clock, that's our time. We, we, we might watch you've been framed or something, just talk and laugh or just chill out and not say anything, just chill out together on the sofa. But that's mm -hmm. our time. No calls, no Facebook, no Instagram, no emails, no nothing. Fantastic discipline, fantastic boundaries. Yeah, it has to be. Um, and then when my husband takes our, our youngest up at eight o'clock and then the next one will go up and everyone's in bed by nine o'clock, I then go up at nine and I will do lights out and that will be final kisses um, and say a prayers and that's lights out. And then that's my husband and I's time. Which leads me to my last question to you, Bianca. Before we end the show, I wanted to know, um, well, how does one, after a long day's work, <laughs> after cooking dinner for the children, watching you've been framed, how does one still find the energy and the enthusiasm to infuse in the marriage or the relationship? Well, sometimes you don't, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the honest answer. Yeah, honestly, Nancy, sometimes you don't. Kids have gone up to bed at nine o'clock. That is our time. Now, our time might only last for half an hour. I might go up to bed myself at half past nine. I might stay up till 11 o'clock. My husband might go to bed. He might stay up. That's okay. You know, we've, we've taken the pressure off of ourselves to say that um, we have to follow a routine. We're married. You know, we're in this for the long haul flight. We will be together forever. If you have a lot of a partner, you you are signing up to being with this person for a long time. Mm -hmm. That means we are always together, and that means that there is no set time when that togetherness must happen. As long as for me, I have got to that point now. We've been together 13 years, 14 years this year, and we oh, are damn. at a point where we understand each other's love language if you like um there may be times when you just are so stretched that the stretched um overwhelm and um outload the overwhelm that's required from life operationally your job you know the the, the being a husband being a wife being a mum being a dad can sometimes be so much that all you have enough time to do is simply just have snuckle and fall asleep um, and that's okay but there might be other times where you feel like teenagers again and everything's just so rosy and amazing and that's okay too what's really important for me is that I have learned that my husband is my biggest cheerleader as I am for him and so there are some times when it is okay and it's it doesn't need to be said because it's this understood language that 
I am really tired or he is really tired. And so whatever that togetherness, togetherness looks like, as long as we are together in the same roof, sometimes he goes away for, for business and he might have to stay away. And there are the times that I really missed him and I can't wait for him to come back, but that doesn't happen often. So in the times when we are together, it's just about being together in whatever that looks like and that's okay and understanding that that is all each other either one of us has to give and that is okay um so my my whole kind of life nancy is about just taking the pressure off don't follow what we think needs to be done don't follow the norms or um what society especially in the entrepreneurial sector can be very glitzy glamorous polished you know everything is is follows a, a schedule when you become quite well seasoned which i think is okay to say i am after all these years you realize that you've got your own formula and whatever works stick with it if it's working don't change it you know don't don't try and readapt something because there is another entrepreneur that says it's working for them we might test it but we don't have to adopt it because if what we are doing is working that's okay and if we are strong enough to say that what we are doing isn't working we can be flexible enough to try something else mm. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much, Bianca. And what a beautiful place to end. What I'm taking away, what I learned from you today is the piece about that's okay. I love that. I love the self-compassion um, and, and just telling ourselves that whatever we're doing will have to be good enough. Absolutely. I love the going against the grain, um, not following the lights necessarily and all the glamour and the glitter and just being real and doing us um that takes um immense courage and single-mindedness so thank you so much for being on the show today bianca how can we find you my absolute pleasure um you can sign on to my web website www.mmkcoaching.co.uk or for those who are on facebook click in the confidence cocoon and that's kind of my freebie tribe um or mumpreneurs mk and it will all come up too Fantastic. I'll include that in the show notes. And I've seen some beautiful um, comments from some of the listeners today who loved your big girl pants on image um, and who also love the self-compassion piece as well and the traffic light system. It's been an amazing show. Thank you very much, Bianca. I look forward to continuing to see you grow and to learn from you as well. And for the listeners we had on the show today, thank you very much for being here. And I'll see you on the next show on Mondays at 10 a.m. British Summertime. Thanks, Bianca. My pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.